Welcome to Second on the Left. This is your host, Josh House, and we are joined tonight by the host of season two, pretty much, Drew House. How are you doing today? <laughs> oh, great day so far, brother. How are you doing, man? Man, doing great. Man, I just looked over all the episodes from this season. I've only been a part of five out of the 30 episodes. I didn't know you got that many in. I barely got that many in because the majority of them were with you anyway. So I think I only did two standalone episodes, but that will change in season three. I've actually, uh, am going to do one tomorrow and I don't want to spoil it, but I probably am going to spoil it because I'm very excited about it. I'm on this conspiracy theorist type, uh, Facebook page and I've been watching some, uh, really cool videos and I'm going to give my input on some uh, conspiracy theories tomorrow with, one of the other house parents here at Palmer where I work. So looking forward to that. So there's that. <laughs> well, um, so I think, you know, it's kind of a, it's been a rare deal for us getting together season two, no big deal. Um, I'm, I'm over it. I'm over it. The fact of the matter is right here, right now we're together. And I think we need to go ahead and call this one the finale because season two, it's, uh, I think it's time. What, what say you? Oh yeah. I mean, we're, you're, you know, right now we're sitting at 31 episodes at the end of this podcast. Yeah, I think we did a phenomenal, or honestly, can't really take credit for this. I think you did a phenomenal job uh, with season two to get it where it is because I didn't even log in to see kind of where we were at right now with, uh, you know, Anchor and where we're at with iTunes and all-time plays. Have you looked at that lately? I want to say I looked at it uh, maybe a week ago, and we had just hit the 2,000 plays. Man. That's awesome. I mean, we just started this thing back in the probably the last part of June, I believe. I, the, I just looked at the part. The first podcast was June seventh. Yeah, so, so there we're at the four month. Yep, four month mark, brother. Yeah, I mean, we're producing podcasts. I mean, that's a that's a really good number of podcasts because I first season was twenty two episodes, and then you know we're we're now sitting on our Oh my gosh, we're sitting right at 53 episodes. <laughs> it's awesome. Fun times. I love them. And and I and I haven't been able to do them lately just because school is back in session. Uh so here at Palmer, you know, where I work, we are all all hands on deck. You know, I've got a bunch of boys playing uh high school football and I do want to give a shout out to Tunica Academy because they are sitting right now six and oh uh this might be the year that they go undefeated and it might be the year that they get their first state ring in football since i think the 50s so big deal for them so congratulations to all and a lot of the misfits who were on season one are part of that team so got to give them a shout out uh, right now so there's your shout out boys yeah that's awesome i mean i plugged the show and uh from what I've seen, y'all are getting a lot of feedback, the Matt and Josh show and um, the Tunica Academy. I, I've been keeping up with it. So, um, yeah, I've been That's, happy for you. I've, you. You told me in the finale of season one that you wanted me to take over. And uh, needless to say, I, I just tried to – I tried to, uh, you know, to, to prove you right, as Drew Brees would say about Sean Payne. Oh, yeah. I, I tried to prove you right, brother. Yeah, man, what a what a great Monday night game as well. You just you just felt that it was going to happen, and man, the way it did happen was phenomenal. It's it's good seeing our Saints back to a winning way. It's actually good seeing all of our teams back to a winning way. I mean, come on with Mississippi State, a 
over Auburn. So, I mean, that was huge. I, I did not see that coming, but I was, I was humbled back to understanding that Mississippi State, finally their offense produced and did what needed to happen. Defense looked great. So, um, it was a great week to be a State and Saints fan. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was just part I, – I, I banged out an episode this morning after I did my little run, and, and uh, I hit on it a little bit. I knew we would talk about it tonight uh, if we got together. But, um, yeah, I, I didn't pick Mississippi State at all. And I, I even uh, said that it could it could be over early. So, yeah. the, the, amount, the amount of motion that they had going on in the backfield with the receivers coming back, you know, the running backs going through the – the quarterback with the read option. I mean, it's just yes. – I mean, that's what I'm talking about. I mean, they pretty much abandoned the pass, and it, it was okay, you know. Yeah, Everything they, turned out they, great. Yeah, they went back to smash mouth football, which, you know, Mississippi State has always had a very good running game. And, you know, I'm not too sure really what they were trying to do against Florida and really what they were trying to do um, with Kentucky as well. So, seeing them being able to get in there – and do what they needed to have. I mean, just smash mouth football. And I mean, you got to give it up to that heel kid, man. That dude is phenomenal. I mean, yes, Fitzgerald played a great game, but oh my gosh, that was, yeah, it was awesome to watch. Heel has shown out uh, already this year, but this was Fitzgerald's game for sure. He broke the SEC rushing record. He broke Tebow's record. Uh, kind of cool. We had the we, we had our guy break the the rushing record in the SEC, and then we had our other guy break the the passing record for the league uh, as a whole. So, yeah, very exciting weekend. But this was definitely Fitzgerald's game. He hasn't ran like this all all year. He ran with authority, and um, his team got on his back. And, and just the time of possession, I want to say it was about 40 to 20, brother. I have to double-check that. But uh, just complete domination of the, oh, time yeah, the time of possession for us was huge. Absolutely. I mean, the defense showed up in a way that – you know, they, they've pretty much showed up all year. If the offense produced like they did against Kentucky and, of course, against Florida, they would be sitting undefeated right now uh, moving forward uh, in their season. But, unfortunately, of course, they had those two losses. Not saying that that's going to define their season because it obviously didn't because of the way that they played against Auburn. So, let's just see because, I mean, up next is, I believe, Texas A&M. Am I correct? Yeah, they have a bye this week and then okay, uh, Texas A&M next week. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to uh, define them by any means, and, and thankfully they were able to bounce back. But I think they might need to redefine their goals because going into this season, and I drank the Kool-Aid. I mean, I was expecting, uh, I was expecting Atlanta or mm-hmm. something along those lines, and that, that's all, but that, that's gone, so – and Alabama is looking like more of a force than they usually do, if you can believe it. So, right. I mean, it's 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 unbelievable to see what Saban's being able to produce there. I mean, you know, you go. I mean, I can't even explain it. And it's funny watching college, you know, football final scoreboard, hearing them talk about Bama. They can't even explain it. It's probably one of the best teams that Bama's ever had and their entire program history, the depth that they have, what they can produce offensively, and what their defense produces. Um, it, it's just – it's really amazing to see. And, 
congratulations to Bama. It'd be awesome for Mississippi State to be on a on a winning way and go into Tuscaloosa and do an upset. I don't know if that will happen, but at the same time, you know, I've picked against Bama every single every single week. Uh, even though I haven't got my picks in for the past two weeks, just due to everything going on here at Palmer, uh, I definitely uh, will pick State over Bama. And uh, you know, Bama could just prove me wrong like they have been all year, but it's okay. They're going to lose eventually. They might not lose any time this year, but they might. <laughs> I think I'm just going to go um, call down there at the because there's a lot of local sports betting going on. I think I'm just going to go ahead and put my money on Bama and get my get my little two to one odds or whatever yeah, ridiculous you, odds they have to win it all. Yeah, I mean the thing is, is that you gotta you gotta do the spread. You know, you just can't bet that they they're going to beat Mississippi State. There has to be, you know, no. I'm, I'm betting that they're going to win the national championship, and I would be I'd be hard pressed to find to see that their odds weren't something crazy like, you know, three to one favorites or four to one favorites to win it all. I mean, it, I, they have to be the number one team as far as odds go. There's no there's no question about it. Yeah, not not as much not as much of a payday picking other teams, but I mean, they look as surefire as ever. Well, see, that's my question is. Who who are you gonna pick over Bama? What? I mean, I, I I was just thinking about it. I don't know if I will pick against Alabama. Uh, maybe if Mississippi State if Mississippi State was still undefeated, uh, I could ride with my I would ride with my Bulldogs to to go in there and beat them just because of I picked Mississippi State to win the division this year again. You know, but mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't see picking against them this year. I really don't. But I have to I have to bring up this because even with the breeze, we can tie this in. And, and I wanted to get your opinion on this. This is I don't want to take anything away from Drew Brees, but say Saban takes Drew Brees in Miami. Say the doctors give him a better chance than they did. Say he's in Miami with Nick Saban. Do you think two part question? Do you think he would have been okay? And or and you know why or why not? And do you think Drew Brees is the type of guy that has what? How much credit do you give a guy like Sean Payton in the history of Drew Brees? I mean, how much? What? What? Is it a two for one type deal? I mean, would Brees have Brees is going to outwork anybody on regardless of the team he's on? I'm going to spit this out eventually, but I guess what I'm saying is, how much credit do you give a guy like Sean Payton? for the numbers Drew Brees has put up. I mean, and Woody, I, I don't see those same numbers being put up with just any old other offensive coordinator. Because obviously Saban, he's all defensive-minded. He was going to – he's going to roll with whatever coordinator he had at the time, which I don't even know who it was back in 05, 06. But you, have you ever thought about that? Well, I've thought, I've thought about, you know, what, what would have happened if Saban – you know, did medically clear him. I mean, if the team doctor medically cleared him or if Saban just had a hunch, like, no, we need to draft him. You you, you uh, got my interest out there. I'm going to see. So, Saban was there in 2005. Yeah, it would have been the 05. 06 would have been his last year because they went with Cole Pepper and I think they had went like 6 and 10 or something crazy. And then after that, he was off to Alabama. 07 was his first year at Alabama. Yeah, I want to see who the Miami Dolphins offense coordinator was. Uh, but, I mean, Scott Sean Payton. Lennon, it, was, it was Scott Lennon, which I don't know 
I, I've Scott, I want to say he is the uh, – I want to say he's the, the Cowboys' offensive coordinator right now. Well, we see how that's going. But anyways, that's a whole other topic. You know, I, will but, answer, I will answer your question right now. Uh, yeah. I think Drew Brees answered your question when he was talking about the the record and everything like that. Sean Payton plays a huge role in everything that is New Orleans Saints from 2005 or 2006 onward. You know, the Saints would never be where they are without Sean Payton. Well, honestly, without Mickey Loomis and, and you know, even uh, – you know, Benson, you know, the Benson family. So I think it's a, it's an organizational record, which he will even tell you that. I mean, it's, if it wasn't for the receivers all the way back in San Diego, if it wasn't receivers for New Orleans, but especially if you look at New Orleans, that's where he made it. And it's all due to the trust factor between him and Sean Payton. I mean, I, I definitely, I definitely give Sean Payton as much credit for making it. Now, of course you're talking about, a coach that really can't go out there and produce, but you have a coach that believes in you so much that, you know, hey, go for it. And he let him go for it multiple years, you know. And that was one of the topics on uh, ESPN Today is, was, you know, who will, who will surpass him, you know, because they're going to have to have 18 healthy seasons of 5,000 yards passing to even come close to where he is because Breeze has already said he wants to play until 45. So he still has time. And I don't see him him leaving New Orleans. You know, I see if – just look how he's playing this year. Yes, they had a poor start. You know, nobody saw Tampa Bay winning the first two games. Nobody had them winning the first two games. Now they're becoming humbled. But if you're asking me how much credit does Sean Payton get in this record, he gets a lot. I mean, he gets he gets just as much um, because uh, and and Drew Brees will tell you that. But if it's the thing with football, and since I've been more involved with Tunica Academy sports and just you know football in general, it's not just one player. You know, you have to have that offensive line, and then the Saints have a phenomenal job. They've done a phenomenal job over the past. Uh, oh my gosh, it's been twelve years. You know, over the past twelve years that Drew Brees has been there by protecting him with a, right. with a stout offensive line. So Brees can credit the entire organization, but then he has to cre- credit the offensive line and then the receivers. I mean, you're, Drew Brees makes the wide receivers who they are. If Marcus Colston went undrafted and he went to any other team, we wouldn't even know who he is. Yeah, that's, probably not. That, that's, that's my that's my opinion. I mean, because yeah. whoever you get out there to catch a ball, uh, you know, you got your you got heel again out there. You know, the backup quarterback or whatever he is. You know, this just crazy product of a Saints guy um, catching balls. You know, from him. You know, he he makes the entire team look good. You know. You, you look at Jimmy Graham in just those years, you know, what happens if Jimmy Graham wasn't trying to be a wide receiver and just stayed there? You know, Jimmy Graham would be one of the greatest tight ends. I don't even think – I think Gronk would be overshadowed by Jimmy Graham if he just was humble enough to stay in New Orleans. Now, that's my uh, opinion. I don't think that's – that. you know, it wasn't the fact that he wanted to be a wide receiver. It's the fact that – like well, He wanted to get paid. Drew Brees, Drew Brees can make – you can put a lot of weapons around Drew Brees because 
it's Drew Brees throwing the ball and it's Sean Payton calling the plays. So they were confident in their abilities enough to let a guy like Jimmy Graham go to get a guy like Max Unger in exchange, a guy that's going to anchor your offensive yeah. line for years to come. I, I don't really – I don't put anything on Jimmy Graham for uh, what happened with him getting traded to Seattle. I think that was an organizational decision. I don't think that decision would have ever been made, though, if he didn't start talking. You know, I remember I vividly. I don't remember him talking. Yeah, I remember it on Sports Center back in whenever that was. <laughs> They're never. Because really I remember watching it. <laughs> no, no, I think it was. I think they made a the, such a wise decision. Honestly, oh, yes. such a wise decision getting a guy like Max Unger. I mean. Yeah, just just an awesome decision. Uh, unfortunately, you know, you forget they also got the, uh, the Seahawks' first-round draft pick, and they completely whiffed on a guy named Stephon yeah. Anthony. Now, they have done – they like I hinted at earlier today on the today uh, uh, this morning's episode, I mean, they were doing a lot of whiffing in the draft. But thankfully, the last – what you got going on over there? A lot of ruckus over there. Um, thankfully, they've knocked the last two drafts out of the park. And if they keep doing that, Drew Brees might play till he's 50. The dude is that much in shape and takes care of himself. Um, yeah, but I, I may, me personally, I don't think um, – I think it wouldn't have been for Brees because of Brees. But you put Brees in Miami and you give Brees a career without Sean Payton, and we're not even having this discussion about Breeze being anywhere close. I could be wrong. I don't think we would have. I don't think he would have got. I, I, I think you're absolutely right. You can see the you can, close. Well, I mean, you can see Tannehill. You can see all the quarterbacks that Denver. I mean, uh, sorry, the Dolphins have gone through, and Cutler. there's no way uh, Drew Breeze's career would have been over five years ago if he went to Miami. I mean, yeah. he wouldn't have been able to last and. And that's the thing is, like, you know, you have all these quarterbacks right now that are producing very well, but are they going to be able to have a career like Drew Brees? That, that's the biggest question, you know. It's not that type of league anymore. Now, the the late hits and the personal fouls and the roughing the passer and all that stuff, you know, it's it's becoming a more, you know, protective quarterback scenario. I still don't see him. I, I still don't see any quarterback right now that will be able to even come close to even breaking it. Because if he stays, who who says that he wouldn't be able to? You know, he, he has. Hey, he's thirty nine right now. Yeah, he'll be forty in January. Okay. So he has another five years. Who's to say that he wouldn't be able to get to a hundred thousand yards passing? Um. Yeah, I mean that's gonna be that's gonna be pretty hard. That's averaging about six thousand a a year. But <laughs> I get what you're saying. The way that they're prolonging the way that they're taking care of these quarterbacks with the the hits, they're being real finicky with it, and that just that just prolongs a quarterback's career right there. So um, he could, he's he could be like the Energizer Bunny, man. He could just keep going as long as he wants it. And I guarantee I guarantee you. Uh, each year that is missed, an opportunity that's missed with the Super Bowl, um, he, he's still going to have that fire. But 
Um, he's got a good cast around him. Uh, Mike Triplett came out with a really good story how this year, this year might be the year to do something because a lot of these rookies are obviously they're still on their, their original contracts. And uh, you start getting into, you start getting into names like Alvin Kamara, fifth year option. You start getting into uh, people of, you know, that are marquee players on this team that get to be free agents. It's going to be very expensive to keep this team intact. It doesn't, nothing lasts forever because players get paid and the salary cap's not going anywhere. Um, missed opportunity last year. We could go on that forever, but uh, that's in the past. This year, this this is, is now as good – this year is as good a time as any. Right. Because there's a lot of teams that are former shells of themselves. Uh, the Rams look unstoppable. They look unstoppable, but uh, even then, I think you get a, again a coach like Peyton and a, a quarterback like Breeze, and they're gonna they're gonna score on almost anybody. Um, but yeah, still a long season. They uh, it was it's nice to see four and one and not two and two or two and oh, three. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely to that. I mean, it's 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 a fun fun season, fun year. Uh, we'll see what comes of it in the near future as it continues going. Do we know anything about our cornerback, uh, Marshawn Lattimore? I was actually going to ask you. I didn't. I didn't see anything. Uh, I didn't see it either. I mean, I called it as soon as I was like, "Dude, I hope he's not concussed." But um, well, I'm okay with the concussion. Sorry, Marshawn. I just don't want you to be injured. Yeah, well, at the time, I, I was just thinking that, man, this is going to stink if he gets taken out of the game because, um, I mean, I didn't see PJ. I, there was a lot of people that had a good game Monday night. It couldn't have been scripted any better, but uh, PJ Williams setting the tone early on the first series on defense, coming up and taking AP out on that little swing route. Uh, that was big. Just a real good tone setter. And uh, Justin Hardy with, a, yes, a very uh, poor decision by Alex Smith, throwing it back to the grain, against the grain, uh, and Hardy, you know, running underneath and intercepting it and taking it almost to the house. But um, I'm happy to see some Traquan Smith action, that's for sure. I mean, might need to, he might need to take an, uh, an extra week off or something. But this is the year, man. This has got to be the year. I got to get one right because I picked Mississippi State to win the World Series. I picked the Cardinals to do something. They didn't do nothing. I picked Mississippi State to win, <laughs> contend. That's not going to happen. Although they can they can be a uh, headache for everyone else they play. That's for sure. They can be a big headache and, and still pull out a lot of victories. But uh, the Saints, I'm telling you, man, this this needs to be the year. Right. Wouldn't you agree? This needs to be the year. Man, it, uh, you know, it it needs to do something. I'm I'm with you. Another one for sure. Then I'm scared he might retire, but I I don't think so. I think I think Dan repeat will set in, and they'll he'll try to if he gets two if he gets two more he can I don't mind him going off into riding off into the sunset. You know, I'd I'd be fine with that. 
it would still stink. But I, I'll take two Super Bowls and then Breeze retiring. I, I can live with that. Right. <laughs> Obviously, I want the dude to play forever. But, um, yeah, another one or two Super Bowls and, and then – I mean, because he's earned it. Lord knows he's earned it. But, yeah, I, I don't see him finishing his career anywhere else. No way. However longer that'll be, there, I don't see him finishing it anywhere else. I would be shocked. Because, I mean, who else at this stage, who else does he want in his ear besides Sean Payton? Truth. My guess would be no one. <laughs> Because whoever he gets with is going to be not as experienced as Sean Payton, most likely. Um, yeah, they. I think they're they're joined at the hip until Breeze decides to hang them up. Right. But. So yeah, uh, can you believe that um, one of the first episodes that you did? I think it was the second episode you did a. Um, a full episode dedicated to Halloween. And here we are mm-hmm. about nine days away, brother. Are you going to go see it? You I still, am. You're saying you were going to go see it. I am going to go see it. I'll, I'll cry like a little girl or probably not watch any of it. Uh, watch <laughs> it through my hands. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not a big fan of it, but at the same time, it looks <laughs> absolutely amazing. I feel, I feel like they're showing too much. And I, I've actually uh, haven't watched like the last couple of times they've been on TV or if I'm scrolling through Facebook, it'll pop up. I'll just keep scrolling because at some point, you know, how much do I really want to see? I mean, I want some I want it to be a surprise. That's what I liked a lot about the nun. Like the one preview I kept seeing with the nun was just the one where the 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 girl was walking down the hallway and the nun was behind her. And then he, she turned around and then she came from the side. That was really the only one I saw. So a lot of that, when Katie and I went and saw it was fresh. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, I hadn't seen before. So they're showing a lot and that kind of worries me. Maybe I'm overthinking it. Yeah. I mean, we also live in a, a day and age where we have to know everything immediately. You know, we just can't just be like, Oh, there's the preview. All right, I'm good. Well, you know, when you show the preview back in June, people are going to always look for more. You know, oh, I need screenshots. You know, it's it reminds me of the new Joker movie with Joaquin Phoenix right now. Everybody's going crazy. They want more and more and more, but it's going to spoil the movie when it actually comes out. You know, like I, I was just on the Internet the other day. I don't want to see anything else because I'm really looking forward to the Joker well, I was just scrolling through Facebook and all of a sudden there's pictures of, you know, a scene from the train car, you know, under, underneath. And I'm just like, whoa, I don't want to see this. You know, the same thing with Halloween, you know, they released a brand new trailer where, you know, it's showing like the house, everything she's, you know, getting everything ready. And I'm like, oh, well, that kind of sucks, you know, because I was just like, if, if I'm over marketing and I think this is a marketing thing. I'm over marketing. I'm probably just going to show Jamie Lee Curtis just cocking the shotgun and then Halloween. There, there it is. That's all the marketing that I, that I do, you know, because it speaks for itself. I, I agree. I agree with it's, you. 100, I agree with you. 100% speaks, on that one. 
yeah. it, it speaks for itself. You don't, you know, because we know that it's going away from the originals. You know, this is an alternate universe or an alternate story altogether. You know, uh, if he actually went to, you know, jail. It's a direct, it's a direct sequel to the original. There you go. So there it is, you know, <laughs> and, and I'm okay with that. Yeah. You know, I'm okay. I, I just, I don't want to see any more. Now, I have not searched it out, and the only thing that I've seen is, you know, the original trailer, and then I think I saw something on Facebook where she's in the house, uh, or they're babysitting, the door won't, uh, it's just like, okay, I'm good, I'm just going to keep scrolling, so for for us, you know, we're in 2018, media is everywhere, you're going you're gonna to come across stuff that you really don't want to come across, but I think that is a studio decision where if you, if somebody was just the executive producer or, or whoever is over that marketing team, uh, at whoever's putting this movie out, I, I wish I had that information in front of me. Um, but you just gotta be like, it speaks for itself. Jamie Lee Curtis, cock and shotgun, Halloween date. Goodbye. That's all you, that's all you see. Right. So, yeah, I've just been avoiding it altogether because um, I don't want those images. Like, I mean, they're showing they're showing her seeing him through the door, but then they go a step further because they did that in H2O. I mean, that was a big scene where they meet face to face through the glass. But then, then to take it a step further and show him coming through the glass and even, you know, making contact with her and I don't know. And this, yeah, that Joker movie, that Joker movie is uh is what you call viral. I mean, that thing, I, I mean, I get it. Joaquin Phoenix is a, he's a legit actor. Um, I, I mean, it, it's good. That one's going to be interesting too. Sometime late next year, I think maybe summer. I don't know, but yeah. I mean, it, it definitely looks good, but yeah, I'm excited for Halloween. Halloween. And then, um, you know, so a couple of movies I talked about uh, in the season one premiere, however many months ago, uh, they're right around the corner in November. Um, Bohemian Rhapsody and Creed Two. I don't know if yeah. you're interested in either one of them, but no, I'm, I'm really interested in, in Bohemian Rhapsody. That that would be fun. I play a lot of Queen wherever I go, so I'm I'm big into that. Uh, they did a really good documentary on uh, one of the. One of the, I think it was Paramount, the new Paramount channel. They yeah. did a, a documentary on him, like a documentary movie where it, they had a actors and all that stuff. And I, I actually never understood, you know, Freddie Mercury's background story. I knew that he, he, he was gay. Uh, I knew that he was in a relationship with a woman and all that stuff. But I didn't understand like everything that that dude uh, was a part of and. Man, it's 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 absolutely amazing that for such a long time, you know, that dude was able to do what he was with his voice. I mean, Freddie Mercury is just one of those guys that will Queen will always stand the test of time. They there there will never be another person that can sing like Freddie Mercury. He's just yeah. awesome. I mean, yeah. I love it. I, I, I love everything. I look forward to learning. Um, hopefully it kind of dives into his creative mindset a little bit, you know, what inspired him, how he was able to kind of foresee 
you know, well, not really foresee, but, you know, look, uh, he was able to hear it ahead of time. You know, he was able oh, to yeah. see that and, and know the sound that he wanted. And, um, but yeah, they'll, they'll t- stand the test of time. Hopefully the movie does them justice because Queen is one of the best bands of all time. I, th- I think it's the, every time, every single time we see something on that, Katie says, man, he looks just like him. And they have uh, Remy Malik looking just like Freddie Mercury. I mean, it, it it is pretty uncanny. Yeah. Yeah. I think well, he's going to remember that they were wanted when I, when I was reading the early, early production, uh, it almost became like a uh, back to the future where, you know, the other guy, who was the other guy that was supposed to play uh, Marty McFly? I always forget his name. Oh, uh, Eric Stoltz. Yeah, it almost became like that because they really, really, really wanted um, Sasha Baron Cohen. Sasha Baron Cohen and Sasha Baron Cohen was just deliberately defiant towards the director and his aspect, saying that you know they would never do this. You know, Freddie Mercury would never do this and stuff like that. Um, but you know, I think who they have now is going to do it justice because when I when I watch a lot of the clips and stuff. Man, you can see like the guy who's portraying Freddie Mercury, where he's like, "No, again, again," and like it, it has to be right. And I think you're going to see a lot of the band pushback with like that relationship shown, um, where it's actually going to be actually factual. Like, hey, this really did happen between us and Freddie, uh, because like he 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 heard it, like you said, he heard it one way. And for somebody to communicate what you're trying to make them hear is very difficult, you know, right. keep doing it, try it again, again, higher, higher. And it's like, what do you want? Like that would just drive me crazy. I, I would not be a very good partner. You know, if somebody was telling me to do it again, 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 I'd be like, okay, screw it. You do it. You know, I'm not doing this. Um, and they're, yeah, I don't know how many times they that could have happened in their in Queen's history, but I'm glad it. I'm glad they stayed the course because there's so many great songs uh, by Queen. Like, you know, "Don't Let Me Down" is probably no. I'm sorry, "Don't Stop Me Now" is probably one of my favorite Queen songs, and like, not very many people know that song, and that's like one of my favorite ones. Yeah, I think that one's up there. I think I saw it on a. I first listened to it on Spotify. They had it on there as one of the uh, more popular ones, which was interesting because uh, I've never really heard it before. Yeah, I play it almost every Friday night at the uh, Tunica football. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. It's like one of my favorite ones. I mean, it's it's so good. I mean, of course, every every other one, you know, we're the champions, uh, you know, uh, somebody to find me, somebody love. I mean, there's multiple just – iconic songs but there's a lot of ones that just you know you have no idea and when you hear them they're just like holy cow how in the world is he able to go from here to there to everywhere it's 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 awesome so i'm I'm looking forward to that movie don't really care too much about um creed too i never never got into them you know just oh you are you're missing out brother you're missing out. Michael B. Michael B. Jordan, that dude, he knows what he's doing. That dude is a good actor, um, and he's perfect. And I, I gave I gave Sly Stallone all kinds of kudos because 
the way he was able to guess end his character's career in the ring, um, the the legacy still is very much living on because now Creed two, uh, Creed is fighting Ivan Drago's son. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and Dolph Lundgren is back in it, so they're gonna there's gonna be that Rocky Drago dynamic as well as all the stuff in uh, Creed's, you know, his history. I'm sure we'll learn more about him and his, you know, just uh. Well, the first one really dove into his backstory and him coming to terms with who his father was and living up to the name. But now, um, it looks like from the trailers, and I've seen I've seen as little as possible on this one too. It looks like Rocky's kind of encouraging him not to fight very much in the way Mickey did with Rocky a time or two in the original series, you know, the original Rocky films. But it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Have you seen oh. any? Have you seen any other uh, movies lately? No, we canceled our movie pass uh, because of all the craziness that they were trying to do to all their members. So we we haven't been to the movies. We are going to go see uh, First Man. We look forward to going seeing that soon. Um, yeah, that, that looks Ryan really Gosling. good. Yeah, that looks um, really good. And then there is another one. I know Queen. Uh, I definitely want to go see that. Uh, let me see which other one. There is another one that's about to come out that I was like, ooh, I want to go see this one. I think hmm. it's already out right now. Maybe. So what movie pass was pretty much just giving movies away for free and then they had to gouge their customers because they were losing money so fast, right? Yeah, well, the thing was is that you pay $10 a month. Like, when it first happened, you pay $10 a month, you can go see unlimited movies. I mean, you can just go to the movie theater anytime. Well, it just didn't make any sense because you pay $10, but then you can go see five, six movies. And some people were using it, like, almost every single day. Like, I had a friend um, that was using it every single day after work. He went to go to the movies and watch a movie, you know. Uh Uh, And you know, how do you, how do they even pay for that? You know, when you're only paying $10 a month and you know, the company is, and that's what happened is that they thought that, Oh no, people will just go see one movie, you know, a weekend and they would get sponsors and stuff. Well, they just went bankrupt. And then the first step was, is okay. You can't go see a movie twice. You can only see it one time. And we were like, okay, that's fine. We won't do that, you know. So Jurassic World was the very first time that they started doing that. Um, And then, like, a week later, they're like, now you can only go see movies during these time slots, which were always, like, you know, in the afternoon all the way to 5 o'clock. And then after that, you would have to, like, log on. And if there was tickets still available, then you can go, well, there was never tickets available. And then it's then like a day later it was saying oh sorry there's no tickets available in your area and like all of memphis no theater would be letting movie pass members come because what we found out was is that they stopped paying their bill <laughs> mm-hmm. so, they couldn't fit, they couldn't they, fit the bill anymore they i mean so it was just like yeah can't go now because there's nothing to do <laughs> Well, the yeah. first time the first time I heard about Movie Pass was through Jay Barnett. And, you know, he's been on the show a couple times. Well, 
Uh, he's been on the show. <laughs> you just get done running a sprint or something? Hey. You kind of like an or you have an elephant over there with you? Uh, I think that would be Britt trying to get some ice. No, it was like. Oh, I don't know what happened there. Sorry. No, I'm probably just breathing. I'll quit being so. <laughs> yeah, Jay Jay told me about that, and he he loved it. I mean, he was one of those people that, I mean, him and his wife, they were going to see as many movies as possible. I mean, they saw everything for a yeah. good stretch there. Oh, yeah. I mean, we, we went almost every single week. You know, going to watch them. So, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I didn't get on board, but then I would have just gotten my heart tore out. So, but it would have been fun while it lasted. There, no doubt about that. I mean, you can't beat 10 bucks a month. Are you kidding me? Nope. <laughs> That's crazy. And, and it was okay once they changed it to you can only go see it once. I'm like, yeah, okay. That's fine. I mean, I'm not going to get upset about that either. No. You know, um, the issue was is when they, you know, just started not being able to make up their mind. <laughs> right. Like, okay, this ain't going to work anymore, you know. So, but it was fun while it lasted. It was it was a slow, painful death. It was, you know, I, I, I think on my Instagram, I've even posted a, a, a gif of Shawn Michaels retiring Ric Flair at WrestleMania where he's in the he's in the corner. Shawn Michaels is about to do the sweet chin music. He stops. He looks at Ric Flair. Ric Flair's down on his knees in the middle of the ring, knowing that he's about to get super kicked. Calls for Shawn Michaels with tears in his eyes to come kick his face off. He kicks his face off. Shawn Michaels pins him. One, two, three. Shawn Michaels gets gets off quickly, hugs Ric Flair, like as Ric Flair's still laying on the mat, whispers, I love you, thank you, rolls out of the wing, rolls out of the ring, leaves, and leaves Ric Flair in the middle for everybody to cheer him on. And that's exactly what we did in Movie Pass when I canceled. <laughs> love you, man. It was good. Like, it sounds like you were Ric Flair, though, and Movie yeah. Pass was just giving you the – the sweet chin music. No, I didn't. By yourself. No, they lost. I forgot how much it was on the same day that I, the same day I, I uh, logged out or you know canceled my subscription. I think five hundred and fifty something thousand people canceled Movie Pass all in one day, and I don't even <laughs> think Movie Pass is still there anymore. Now I could be wrong. Uh, I don't see how with that. I mean, it, it like it, again, sound looks good on paper, but just not a feasible idea. I, I'm not really sure how they even got the go ahead to. Uh, no, nah, it's still here. You know, it's still here. Oh, that is a movie that I want to go see. Operation Finale. Have you seen that? Mm-mm. Uh, it's the war. Two Nazi guy gets away, moves to Argentina. It's not Hitler; it's one of his henchmen. Yeah, uh, I know what you're okay. So good. Yeah, yeah. and I, I want to go see that. Um, but it's also finally uh, fall brings all of our TV shows back. So me and Brittany have been watching Manifest. So I do have to give that a shout out. That's been a really good uh, lostish, you know, show. I was about to say, you mean that lost ripoff? 
Yeah, it's it's pretty good. I, I I've actually enjoyed it. Uh, I'm in two I'm in two episodes. There was an episode this past Monday night that we we still haven't watched, but it's been good. Um, you know, this is this. You know, we're never going to get a show like Lost ever again, so it's okay. I, I'm all right with that. Uh, I've come to realize that NBC just doesn't really know. And, and ABC, I mean, that was, you know, Lost was on ABC, but all the networks just really don't know when to pull the plug and when to keep going uh, on amazing TV shows. Um, it just really makes me upset because I was a big fan of Revolution. That got axed. Uh, and this is like my last draw with NBC. Like, I'm like, if you cancel, you know, because they canceled Heroes, you know, the writers just forgot what Heroes was all about. Uh, they canceled, you know, Revolution. So it's like, all right, manifest, here it is. But if you do me wrong, NBC, I'm not coming back to you. You know, the only other great show on NBC right now is the Office ripoff called Superstore, which uh, is one of the best. I, I love Superstore. Uh, it is very good. And then if you go over to ABC, the Goldbergs is by far the best show on television. I, I absolutely love it. It's it's hilarious. Now on on huh. basic Goldberg, cable, huh? sorry, on on basic uh, cable. I know that there's some amazing shows uh, everywhere else. I'm just talking about. You remember the Big Four? I guess you know you you have Fox, CBS, NBC, and ABC. You know, I'm I'm talking about just those shows. Excuse me. I I definitely don't want to get into uh, Walking Dead and you know Game of Thrones and all that. I know there's better shows out there, folks. So don't don't. Yeah. Well, actually, I, I was I was hoping we would get into The Walking Dead a little bit. So I was very excited, true, actually, because I I was actually able to get Katie back on board um, because she did not watch the last eight episodes. Um, I guess she had kind of ran it her course with the all out war storyline and uh, you know Negan and all this stuff, what have you. She just for different reasons but we watched uh we were back watching together this past sunday night and uh i'm excited uh, i'm excited about the show because i went back and watched the uh, first two seasons in their entirety last week leading up to uh the premiere of season nine and uh, man it's, it was just a different show i don't know when the last time you've seen those first two seasons but the fact oh, that they yeah. no, I mean, weren't the fact that they weren't killing people every episode the fact that there was some humanity going on the fact that there was you know a moral compass albeit a kind of annoying one in dale i mean but i and i think that's what the show was trying to is ultimately trying to get back to with rick and michonne's decision uh with carl's legacy uh there has to be something after i mean rick said it in the season eight finale i mean it's just I'm excited because, and even though Maggie might not agree with it, it's going to be interesting to see how this first half of the season plays out because uh, final episodes, Rick Grimes, and then also Maggie, uh, Lauren Cohan, filmed a pilot, so it's been confirmed that she's only in a handful of episodes. You know, she's not even in this the entirety, which they do that sometimes. They do go off on they devote a whole episode to certain characters, but it's going to be interesting because her character is sure to expand. And yet there's this contractual deal going on outside of the show's realm with uh, the money and whatnot. But yeah, 
everyone's everyone seems to be in high spirits about the show. I thought the Talking Dead was was great. I don't know. Did you see the Talking Dead? I, I have not watched that yet. I have watched. Okay. I mean, I've watched the uh, episode. Uh, yeah. From this past Sunday, I did not watch Talking Dead, but uh, they had a new showrunner on there, Angela Kane. Yeah. Had, yeah. Uh, they had Negan on there. They had Daryl. They had Carol. They had uh, two other people. There was a bunch of people. I think there, there was two other people, and I can't for the life of me think of who it was. Yeah. Um, no, it's gonna be. It's gonna. It's gonna continue going. I. I mean, this is one of the things. Is like you're. You're now nine seasons in, and I know the first season was only eight episodes or something like that. Six. Not even that. So, yeah. the thing is, is that the comics are so freaking good. I've, I've tried to tell everybody. I, I know their money. I know it's. I know it's costly, but there are websites illegally that you can go to and just read the comics, like I did. Uh, I had to stop reading them because I was getting so many nightmares from it. Um, and I stopped, I stopped reading when, uh, back in 2016 and I'm, and they were producing a comic every month. So that's, that's kind of what they were doing back then. Uh, and it was when the show was going, man, it's so freaking good. They're not even anywhere near where I stopped reading in 2016. That's just to tell you just how much world that they can do. And the issue is, is that they're still, they're still writing the comics, you know? So the show goes on, you know, as long as, as long as people are tuning in and watching, they're going to, I mean, why would you stop? And it's okay that some of these characters, your main characters, are are, are are dying off or moving on, you know, and things like that. It's okay because there's so much more to The Walking Dead than Rick Grimes. There's so, and I know that I'm saying that, and yet the people that read it, read the comics, know that he's still an integral part in it. The thing is, is that, there's so many more characters though than Rick Grimes. You know, we know for a fact that you know I haven't read any of the newer comics, so I don't know what's happened in that universe. But Carl was still alive. Carl's no longer alive, but yet the show is still going on. And people said, "Oh, I'm going to revolt. I'm I'm going to stop watching." Go ahead and stop watching. Other people was watching your place. I, I mean, I'm so sick of the haters because it's like, don't hate. Either, I mean, like, there's no need to it. You've invested, like, I was telling Brittany, it's unbelievable. You know, we've had eight years of The Walking Dead in our lives. I mean, we've seen these people from beginning to to their end or beginning to, they're still developing. And it's unbelievable to see, like, from season one, what Rick Grimes looks like. Just his physical appearance. This is not anything makeup or post. From his physical appearance to what his physical appearance is now is unbelievable, and it 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 shows how amazing it is uh, in in the uh, in the Walking Dead world of what really would happen if there was a zombie apocalypse <laughs> and how it ages somebody so quickly. You know, um, I think yeah, I mean, it, wasn't even, it didn't even look like the same person going back and seeing it firsthand and i'll tell you this uh 
the the show and I made mention of this, the show is just its own thing now. It's it's still keeping an eye on the comics as some kind of basis, but yeah. it's very much its own thing. I, I, I even look at it I used to be one of those people that no, I don't want to hear what happened in the comics because it could it could ruin my experience watching the show. I don't even think that way anymore. Right. Grimes being killed off changes everything. And there are so many characters, different deaths, or didn't die at all, or did die, you know, died differently. Right. So much different stuff. They're, they're two separate things at this point, in my opinion. So I'm not even really that upset. I mean, you could tell me something now where I, and I know you know what I'm talking about because I would used to be, I used to say something to you when you told me a couple of years ago that you were reading the comics and I was like, all right, well, I don't want I don't want to know anything. At the time, I felt like you know, I would be, I would get my my viewing experience messed up, but mm-hmm. I, I don't feel that way anymore. I really don't, and I think Carl, the decision that they made with Carl in the show has a lot to do with that. Um, but I don't, I don't see again. I remember hearing years and years ago that it was going to be ten seasons. I don't see them with this whole new fresh start. The title itself was a new beginning. I don't see them doing this, putting all this time and effort into a new beginning only to end it one season later. So the fact that you said you stopped reading a couple of years ago and they're not even they're still not even close. No even with I mean, I, I'm, looking at the, I'm looking at the site right now. The the last issue was produced on the fourth of this month. Uh and it's it's issue number one eighty four. So I stopped somewhere in 122, 123, um, which I'm looking at the comic right now. And it was still right when, so this is Ezekiel. Yeah, this is the All Out War. So this is the, this is the comic that I, that I stopped on All Out yeah, War. So that's Neil was me. introduced in episode 100. Yeah, and in 100. And I might have got to 132 because I was getting to a point where I was getting to more people being introduced, a whole new group, which, according to this season, will happen. So I'm very looking forward. To that, I mean, you see, even in the intro, you see the helicopter. That's a that's a whole nother ball game. You see, you know, at the end of the preview for you know this year, you see, you know, some of our misfits, you know, some of the the hilltop or whoever, Alexandria, whichever group, you know, hiding from the walkers, but yet you can hear. Uh, some of the walkers saying, where are they? Which is just a whole nother ball game. I mean, there's so much that they can do. That And Angela Kang confirmed herself, the whispers. Yes. Yeah. She, and, she and, did. If, if, if it didn't, not that it really needed confirming, but yeah, I mean, and, and that's the thing is like, there's, there's the wolves and then there's the whispers and, and everybody thought the W was for the Whispers, which it is not. That that was a whole other group. Uh, the Whispers are. It's just it, there's so much in 
that is going to happen and it's just going to be awesome. So, you know, I hope they don't stop doing it, but if they do, I sure hope Netflix or somebody like that is smart enough to like do it there. No, I, again, just like breeze with Peyton, I think AMC walking dead is its baby. I mean, it's, it's been, it's been going on. I see them going down with AMC and walking dead together. Or I'd be shocked otherwise. All right. Now, have you got an Amazon Prime account? I know you're a Katie dude, right? Um, no, I don't think so. Man, you're missing out on another great show. It just released its third season on streaming, Man in the High Castle. Oh, so I think she has, uses her mom's, though, so maybe I could have check you, it have out. Have you even watched Man in the High Castle yet? I know nothing about that. Oh, Gosh, it's uh, the synopsis is, of course, uh, depicts a uh, ultimate history if Hitler, if the Nazis actually won, you know, Nazi and or Germany and Japan actually won. So it splits the United States into two territories, you know, all of the East Coast, all the way to right up to, I think, Montana and all that stuff is uh, occupied by Germany, and then all the West Coast is occupied by Japan, and there's a neutral site. But there's these films that's based off of a book uh, by Philip uh, K. Dix. Uh, it just takes a look at what the world might look like uh, had the outcome of World War II turned out differently. Uh, the Axis Power won the war leading the United States being divided into three parts, controlled by Japan, Nazis, and a buffer zone between the two. But the thing is, is like in the whole alternate universe of like China, I mean, like Japan and Germany controlling some of it, there's these tapes that show the history of what actually really did happen. Like the United States actually won. So these people are trying to figure out what in the world are these tapes, you know, and who is the man in the high castle? And that's all I have to tell you because it's just, it's amazing. You know, I don't want to spoil anything. Season two, they did such a great job. And then, of course, season three is out. Hmm. I, I don't, I, I, and I don't want to, I, I got to get off of it because this is it. Right here, I'm looking, you know, I typed in the man in the high castle and I'm already seeing people review and I just don't care what your review is. What, season three? Yeah, it's already, it's been out for about a week now. Yeah, I, okay, I got you. So, and not very many people know about it, but it is a it is one of the highest Amazon Prime uh, shows. I mean, it's it's huge. I mean, it's a big deal. Uh, they spent a lot of money in it, and uh, the characters and everybody, it's phenomenal. Um, so, I have not seen season three yet. Me and Britt have to watch them. They're hour long episodes. I mean, like no lie, it's it's a movie, and that's what I love. It's no, it's no you know, 18 minute, 30 minute episodes. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's, like your Goldberg show. Right. I mean, just, just like that. And even yeah. manifest, you know, it's only a runtime of 34 or 40, 43 minutes. It's like the great thing about, the great thing about streaming services. And this is another thing that I'm so excited about Netflix, picking up the Chronicles of Narnia uh, franchise. That's going to be awesome. I don't know oh, if you're okay. aware of that. 
So, no, I'm not aware of that. I'm glad that you made me aware of that because I was sure wondering. Yeah. So, uh, I really first, Walden, yeah, Walden Media is no more. Yes, but, uh, Walden Media. But uh, they okay. have. They, they have finally going to do the silver chair. Is that the next one? I think they're, and they haven't really said what the what the what the future holds. They just gained the rights, mm. so we don't know if this is a series. We don't know that if this is movies. I'm okay with whatever. <laughs> I might just go back and find those ones that we watched back in elementary school because those right. I remember. Awesome. I might just watch those. You can or I might at the, at the public library in Horn Lake. It's on VHS. Those were so good. Shoot, but I don't have a VHS player. It's BBC. I know BBC put yeah. those on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, those were good. But hey, I liked um I liked all three of the movies that Walden Media did put out, honestly. Oh yeah, they sent a lot of money into it, and that's and the money did not come back. <laughs> yeah, I, it. Yeah, I would think they broke even. I least. think they tanked on what was the last one that they did? Sorry, Voyager Caspian. No, Voyager was the last one. Was the third one Prince Caspian? Let me see. In twenty ten, you uh, ain't got to check me, bro. Look, I'm just gonna see how much money they lost. No, oh. calm down. I know Lion the Witch in the Wardrobe made money, a lot of money. Prince Caspian probably. Okay, I don't understand why they stopped doing it because the budget was one hundred and fifty-five million dollars. The opening weekend, it was they made twenty-four million, and then the gross in the United States was one hundred and four, but the cumulative worldwide gross was four hundred and eighteen million dollars. So I don't. That's what I'm saying. I don't know why they stopped. That was the Voyage of the Dawn Treader. Yeah, that was Voyage of the Dawn Treader. Man, Prince Caspian might not have made that much, but I know Lion in the Witch and Wardrobe made more. I guarantee it. I'm trying to click on it because IMBD wants to be dumb. What? <laughs> it's IMDB. Well, it's I am stupid because I can't click the image. Yeah, you, yeah, you said it, not me. Everyone heard that. I, I am. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so Prince Caspian, their budget for Prince Caspian 2008 was $225 million. Well, they had just banked all that money. Yeah, they, they, they the lost. Opening weekend, $55 million. Gross in the United States, one hundred and forty-one million, and then worldwide, four hundred and nineteen million. I mean, yeah, worldwide. There you go. Yeah, I don't know. I don't either. But it don't matter because that's neither here or there. It's been picked up, so I'm pretty excited. But they have to get Liam Neeson to voice Aslan because they ain't nobody better. <laughs> <laughs> they need to well they if, if there's what are the ones left you have they need to do silver chair magician's nephew horse and his boy and uh what's that, what's the last one the last battle yeah that's all they really have left i don't see why walden media couldn't have just sucked it up for four more movies 
But where? I don't know. You got to remember, there's one before them all. Magician's nephew, chronologically, yeah. Yeah, magician's nephew is what it is, and then it goes, you know, line the horse and his boy. Yeah, they even skip. They're out of order because the horse's boy is number three. Hey, do you still have my book with all of them in it? Did you steal that from me? Uh, if I did, I can give it to you, Pat, because uh, <laughs> we, we got a huge donation from uh, Barnes & Nobles last year, or Books A Million, and I got the whole complete set. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just a big old book. It's as thick as the Bible, and it's oh, got I know. a picture of Liam Neeson on the front as Aslan. Okay, Liam Neeson's not on the front. It's just Aslan, but okay. I said as Aslan. Okay, ass. <laughs> I'm, I, I forget Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. You got me kind of wanting to dive into uh, the Walking Dead comics. You're going to have to shoot me those uh, those credentials, those illegal credentials off the air. Because I don't well, want I can give it to you on air because it's not like they can't, whoever AMC or whoever's doing the comics can't look it up. AMC. Robert Kirkman on the comics. I mean, it's called Read Comic Online. So you just go to Read Comic. All what you have to do in your Google search bar is put Walking Dead Comics Online. It brings up all 100, 181 issues. <laughs> No, all 180. See, this is crazy. I'm looking at episode. I'm looking at issue number 184. Mm-hmm. And do you want to know what's on the cover? I mean, not really. But then okay. that's gonna be going against what I said. So whatever, go ahead. Okay, so there's a freight train. It's not moving. It's stationary on grass. But there's samurai ninja stormtroopers with AR-15 rifles with bayonets on the end of them. I can't even make this stuff up. Like, well, where are these people coming from? You know who the characters are? How many of them are there? There's two. And then there's, and it says you, Eugene... Tinkers, The Walking Dead. That's what that's what the like the issue is. Eugene Tinker. So, well, okay. So I guess, yeah. I mean, after what Eugene, uh, but it doesn't that, like. That's what I'm telling you. Like all this stuff is just like. Yeah, yeah I'm reading like previously on the Walking Dead issue. You know, we I'm reading this, but yet. I only recognize. Yeah, I only reckon. Well, Eugene's untouchable in the show. Almost, they could throw a curveball, but after his heroic efforts saving everybody, I don't think they're going to kill him off. Well, we also have like previously in episode one eighty three, it says Michonne, Rick, and Governor Melton. See, but there's like other people here that I'm like, who? Hold on. Are you 
about Milton? Isn't wasn't Milton the guy that was underneath the directly underneath the governor? Well, maybe not directly underneath, but hit like his confidant. That was his name, Milton or Milton. Milton, yeah. But see, there's too much going. Dead. He's dead in the. I know. That's what I'm saying. There's so much going on here that I'm just like, okay. I mean, like, I'm I'm clicking through this comic right now, and I'm just like, who well, the crap are the stormtroopers? <laughs> you said Rick was on there. I thought I heard that Rick was dead in the comics where they're at now, but I guess that not. Is, that is false because, I, but like, this is crazy because this is what I'm telling you. Like, stop! I'm not even going to tell you anymore because I'm so interested on. Like, I'm on, like, page, what page is this? Nine of this comic of 184. And I'm my mind's already blown away because we're, we're at this scene. And I'm like, how in the world do you go from, you know, the walkers, I mean, like, the whispers to, to, to there? Because we're not even anywhere near that in 2015 and in three years. But it has been three years. That's what I'm saying, like. What have I done? What? Three years. 2015. Yeah. Uh, since you last read one? Yeah. Oh, okay. But that's where we are in the that's where we are in the show too right now is 2015. But they just closed the war quickly. Like the war actually went on for a very long time. Like and there was more people introduced before the war even started. You know what I'm saying? So like they just kind of went Okay, he's in jail. <laughs> no, I mean, no. it definitely wasn't like that. I mean, they spent. Oh no, it was definitely like that because they didn't introduce people like they did. Josh, they were leading up to Negan uh, in the season six mid-season finale. Mid, I mean, think about that. Season six, Daryl mid-season mid-season premiere. Uh, excuse me. Season six, mid-season premiere, Daryl up those saviors with the rocket launcher. I mean, they were hinting, they were getting to the saviors as as early as the first part of six. I mean, that's that's a good little ways. Oh, it's okay. It's content, okay. really. I think. <laughs> hey, I'll tell you this: if they went one more show, one more episode longer with the all-out war, they'd lost even more people. It's kind of like Stranger Things. The the episode, the season two should have ended with 11 at the front door. You already said this. And I'll say it again. You're wrong. It's perfect the way it ended. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's your opinion, and it's okay. Why I'm going to tell you why you're dead wrong. Hey, we got to do, are we doing our picks tonight, or are we just going to? I don't even know what. Do you even watch football anymore besides Tunica Academy? You got to be kidding me. My (laughs) wife can contest to watch that. That's my girls get so mad because tomorrow night, Thursday night, well, it's going to be Thursday night football. And then Friday night. So you were just scared to make your picks because you were losing so bad. Whatever. Okay. You want me to make my week? My what week are we on? Six? Crap! I don't even know. Sit out real quick. Why not? Let's get let's jam pack this finale because this is all right. Here we got it. We got it. We got it. 
wrap a button on this thing. Okay, here we go. Week six in the NFL. Well, <clears throat> oh, hold on. All right, are you are? I hadn't. I'm already here. I couldn't I'm even. Tell. Here. I'm going to tell you. Just calm down. All right. Well, hold on now. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Because I got to write them down real quick, so I don't have to go back and listen to this whole thing before we finally get to our picks. That's a great idea. Write mine down too. Man, you got me messed up. All right, go ahead. So, tomorrow night, the Eagles versus the Giants. I'm picking the Eagles. Okay, when you say that the first team you say first, they're the away team, correct? (laughs) Can can we nail that down? Mm. Say the away team first and then the home team second, okay, so I know which one is home. Well, I don't know which one's home. Yeah, at New York. Yeah, that's right. Okay, so New York is home. The one on the bottom or the one on the right. Okay. All right. I just said New York is home. So, I will say the away team and then the home team. Thank you. That's awesome. Who do you pick? Can you pick your team? I just said the Eagles. Uh, Yeah, give me the Eagles too. Jeez. Okay. Buccaneers at Falcons. Dude, the Falcons have to win this game. They have to win this game. I'm going with the Falcons. Great. You're dead wrong. The Buccaneers win in Atlanta. I love is, it. Is your Fitz magic? Your Fitz magic ain't even starting. So you're, you, you were you want to talk about dead wrong? Just think about that one. Your Fitz magic can't even get a starting job over Jameis Winston. Come on, dude. It's okay. Not All right. right Chargers at the Browns. Not this time, Browns. I'm going Chargers. All right, you're dead wrong. Browns at home. Give it to me. I guess you're going to say the Browns are going to make the playoffs too, huh? All right, Colts (laughs) at the Jets. I'm picking the Jets because I just don't care anymore. (laughs) Oh, that's uh, that's obvious. (laughs) Let's see here. Colts at Jets. Oh, my gosh. Um Okay, I'll uh I'm going with the Colts. All right. All right. Seahawks at the Raiders. Jeez. No Earl Thomas. I mean, dude, it, give me the Raiders. Give me the Raiders for Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll take the Raiders as well. I think Seahawks are just exploding on themselves. Imploding the world. <laughs> Copy. Exploding on themselves. I like that better than imploding. Go ahead. Next. Sounds horrible. Panthers at the Redskins. Mm, Come on, Redskins. But, oh, man. Dude, Gano hit a 63-yarder. That's crazy. It was beautiful. I mean, I I did get the pick right, but, man, I would have loved to have seen the Giants help us out with that one. Um. Who do you got? I have the Redskins at home. I'll ride with you on that. Come on, Redskins. All right, go ahead. All right, Bills at Texans. Interesting game here. Yeah, the Titans fell into that trap this past weekend. Mm -hmm. Uh, Man, oh, man. Uh, Give me the Texans. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think the Texans looked good, but I don't think they're going to win against the Bills. I think the Bills, for some reason, 
they're still, you know, it's it's going to be a fun game. So give me the Bills over the Texans. Yeah, you're dead. All right, right. Cardinals at the Vikings. Well, the Vikings saved their season uh, against the Eagles last week, uh, and they'll they'll continue their winning ways against the Arizona, no doubt. All right, sweet. Yep, I agree with you, Vikings. All right, All right. Steel- Steelers versus the Bengals. Bengals are looking good. <sighs> but are well, the Steelers, help you. The are Bengals- the Steelers still the class of the AFC North, though? That's the question. Yeah, I- I'm doing the Bengals over the Steelers. I mean, if the if the Bengals are going to do anything, now's the time. Woo! Um, I have a feeling the Steelers are going to win, but I'm I'm going to pick the Bengals. All right, the Bears at the Dolphins. Bears at Dolphins. Uh, I guess I'll go with the. Uh, Guess I'll go with Mitchell Trubisky and the Bears and Vaughn and Vaughn Miller. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. The Dolphins got uh, you know what slapped by the Patriots, so they could bounce back. But I think uh, I think the Bears are going to get them. Yep. All right, Rams at Broncos. Hmm. Broncos, I mean, the Rams got to lose uh, eventually. I don't see it being this week, though. Taking the Rams. Yep, me too. Uh, I think exactly what you just said. It's not going to be at the, it's not going to be at Mount High. It's just not. Ravens and Titans. Give me the Ravens all day on that one. Go ahead and say Ravens so we can move on to the next. Ravens at Titans? Yes. You're not, you're not, you're not buying the Titans? At all. Okay. Um, yeah, give me the Titans. All right, there you go. <laughs> Jaguars at the Cowboys. You want to talk about you-know-what slapped. Man, I would have felt like a fool if I would picked the Jags over Kansas City. Jags at Cowboys. The issue is Jaguars are not healthy at all. And Cowboys, it don't even matter if they're healthy. They look like garbage. So, give me a busted-up Jaguars team over the Cowboys. I'll take that. Man, oh, man. I mean, where they they busted up at? I I, I did hear that they were pretty injury. They were hit with the injury bug. But is their defense still intact or no? No, defense is one of the worst in the leagues. That's crazy. It is. It is very crazy. I mean, you're talking about the Jaguars of last year doing everything that they did coming into this year. Leonard Fournette, first time ever in his career, and he's probably going to miss another game. Their backup running back that I picked up, what was the guy's name? Very good. Uh, TJ Yeldon. Or, TJ you know, yeah, he's injured. He's out. Jaguars are actually talking right now about maybe, which is a big maybe, bringing LaVon Bell Yeah, to to the Jaguars in a trade because he obviously has made it apparent that he doesn't want to be with Steers. He missed out on like $6 million uh, of his contract because of him holding out. So he was worth $14 million. Now he's only worth $9 million. And now he's like, hey, I just want to play. (laughs) So that bit him in the butt. 
Um, but yeah, so I, I still. That's just good business. I'm going to go with Cowboys. That's good. You can be wrong. Chiefs, this is the game. This is the game of the week. Yeah. Saints have already done their game. We're good. Game of the week right here. You ready? Chiefs versus – yep, night game. Chiefs versus the Patriots. Oh, boy. Hmm. Wow. They have to go to the Patriots. So, But I'm – Banking on Mahoney Chiefs over the Patriots. Patriots are just not the same team, dude. I don't know what their deal is. Gronk looks like he's stoned. He has no idea. He should have taken the WWE route and just been done with football. Um, I, I mean, there's nothing more for him to accomplish. He's already won Super Bowls. There ain't nothing else. So, Chiefs all day over the Patriots. I think the Chiefs will definitely now be the face of the AFC, which is awesome. Yeah, well, they have to lose one, and I don't see any better opportunity for a loss than in Foxborough. So give me the Patriots. Yeah, they they're going to the they're going to Foxborough at the right time because it's not snowing. They're going to win this game. Chiefs are going to win. The yeah. Monday night game. Who cares? 49ers at the Packers. Don't care. Yeah, if you bet against Aaron Rodgers right here, you're a fool. Give me the Packers. No, yeah, I'm gonna give me G the 49ers. No. Yeah, I'm taking the 49ers all day. Casey, Casey Bethard, bet, bet. Yeah, okay. All right, go ahead. All right, SEC, come on. All right, here we go. Tennessee at Auburn. Oh yeah, Tennessee's about. <laughs> Poor Tennessee. Tennessee's about to get the score ran up on them. I'm telling you, Auburn is going to – give me Auburn. That's all I'm going to say. Give me Auburn. Yeah, I mean, that's I, – I really pick, wanna, pick pick your beloved balls. Go on. I, I really want to pick them, but they're not winning that game. Auburn wins. Okay. If, if for some reason Tennessee wins this game, that just shows you how bad Auburn is as a football team. And, and, and no, no. And the they bad. pay the dude. They paid him all that money for crap. We both know who the bad team is in this matchup. That's why we both picked the other team. All right, right. next. Florida at Vanderbilt. I mean, Dandy Dan Mullen. I mean, LSU, that's a that's a signature one right there. Do they do they have a letdown? Who who do you got? Who do you I have? Mean, I I hate him, but yeah, Florida. Vanderbilt Vanderbilt, you know Vanderbilt if they have any Thing about them at all. They're going to give Florida everything they want. Well, they would have been able to give them everything they want if they didn't have to play Alabama last week or, or two weeks ago. I forgot who Vanderbilt played this past week. I think they, they played Georgia, right? Who? I think they played Georgia. Hold yeah. on. Right here. I don't know why I'm yes. Um, bear with me here. Vanderbilt played uh, Georgia. Yeah. Lost big. Yeah. So that's that's the thing. It's like if they didn't play one of the powerhouses, I think Vanderbilt could could put up something, but there's no way. I mean, they're not winning this game. All right, you talked me into it. Give me Vandy. I, I, I mean, if they do, that's awesome. But I just don't see that happening at it, all. That's my upset pick. That's my upset pick. What else we got? You said give me Vandy? Yeah, give me Vandy. Okay, sure. All right. <laughs> 
Uh, Texas A&M at South Carolina. South Carolina got them a good win this past week. Yeah, they. Yeah, I called that one. They. They. Uh, I mean, they upset they Missouri a little bit. No, no, no. They played. Uh, they played Kentucky, and they beat Kentucky. I'm talking about South Carolina. I thought played. you said Texas A&M and South Carolina. I did, but South Carolina got them an upset win too. Texas A&M got an upset win over Kentucky as well. So I mean, both of them are coming coming into these games approaching it. Um, Dude. Dude, you're te- you're telling me beat them beating Missouri at home was an upset. That's not yes. an upset. That's not it an was upset. a huge upset. I don't care what you say. I mean, it's fine. You can Look say your, what you want to. Look at your beloved spread, Josh. Go back and see what the spread was. South Carolina was favored. Ergo, it <laughs> it wasn't an upset. <sighs> this guy. All right, give me a uh, the Aggies. Who'd you who you picking? South Carolina, screw you. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. This is what I've been missing. All right, go ahead. Uh, Next. Georgia at LSU. Oh, boy. It's your CBS game of the week. 2.30, huh? So, I'm definitely not watching that because I can't stand freaking crap, crapola who commentates for them. <laughs> hey, the other guy, not Vern Lundquist, obviously, but his partner. Yeah. Cannot stand me. Okay, just hurts my head. Whatever, just put the game on mute. What do you? Uh, who do you got? Georgia or LSU? No, Georgia. I, I don't. Until they prove otherwise. Now this will be Georgia's first real test. I just don't think. I think. I think now that you know our boy at LSU. What's his name? The quarterback. What's his name? I forget his freaking name. I don't know. Uh, uh, nobody. He's been. Yeah, I know he's a nobody, but he's kept the ball under wraps very well. But yeah, I don't see him winning this. I see LSU against Florida. I'm telling, you, I'm telling you right now. What do you want? Do you want Georgia or do you want LSU? You're touching up my time. Georgia. Okay, thank you. All right, right Missouri at Alabama. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, that's all you. I'm, I'm, I'm Alabama. Yeah, no. Alabama. They ain't no way. Thank you. There ain't no way. Next. And this is gonna be the first week that it is away. Here it is. I'm just telling you. You're crazy. All right, go ahead. Ole Miss at Arkansas. <laughs> oh wow. Uh, give me Arkansas. Screw you, Ole Miss. Uh, I mean, Arkansas did score 31 on Alabama's Q team, so that's uh, something. Yeah, I was about to say, I mean, Arkansas has lost five straight. Let's go back over their loss, their five losses. Colorado State, University of North Texas, Auburn, Texas A&M, Alabama, Ole Miss. Here, here it is. I mean, can Ole Miss's offense produce like they did against Louisiana? Monroe? Maybe. But I'm picking Arkansas. Give me Arkansas. Man, oh man. Pig Suey. I've got to go with uh Jeez. Yeah, give me Arkansas. Because I'm gonna I'm gonna kick myself if I pick Ole Miss and, and they lose. Yeah, screw them. I, I 
Yeah. The thing that I need, okay. because we look ahead one week because Mississippi State's not playing this week, could LSU literally lose three straight before they play Mississippi State, before Mississippi State comes into town? There's a huge possibility. Um, what do you mean? Us being the team that they lose to? Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's possible. I don't see any other way. I don't unless Georgia just explodes on themselves. I don't see how they lose against LSU. Yeah, I mean they do have to travel to LSU though, and, and that that that's going to be. But it's the issue that I see in this game is the time. This this game should have been moved to seven o'clock. No, dude. It should have been flipped. It should not be at three thirty. What what game are you going to put on there? Alabama and Missouri. Screw it. Everybody wants to see Alabama. Dude. Nobody wants to see no. Or you could have put Texas A and M in South Carolina. Nobody That's wants to. The last game I want to see is Missouri and Alabama. That's the Who last cares? game. Is that all Death the games? Valley? Death Valley is rocking at night, which we do got the night game uh, with them the following week at seven on ESPN. They ain't gonna make it easy on us. No, but I'm t- I mean, I can't stand CBS. Oh, hate it. I don't even watch any shows on CBS. That's how much I hate them. <laughs> That's funny. All right. Hey, this yeah. has been a good season fin- final or finale. I don't even know how you even say it. Joseph reached out to me. He's like, when are y'all doing the final episode? I said, whoa, whoa. This is the finale. That's, this ain't the final. I think that's why he was wanting to get on. I think he was wanting to <laughs> help say goodbye to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, the podcast is not going anywhere for at least a whole another year. I've got the tags for it and everything. Man, screw that. Dude, again, as long as one person's listening, SDOTL will live on. Well, that's the thing is it will always live on because uh, people tune in, people ask about it, and that's why we do it. So. Yep. Hey, I'm glad you're back in the mix, brother. See, oh, I'm excited about tomorrow. Tomorrow's going to be fun. Then, hey, uh, have a good pre- uh, season three premiere, brother. All right, I will, man. Well, I appreciate everything that y'all doing here at SDOTO. Uh, and uh, we'll just keep banging them out, you know. <laughs> just keep banging them, getting them out to the world. And leave. Have a good old time. Try not hey, to. I will see you tomorrow, though. I'm going hunting in the morning. Uh, wish me luck. And then I will be at Liquidations Plus to pay for my items over three weeks ago. You know, it's, I, I wasn't going to bring it up, but it's just, you know, we're trying to hold, we're trying to get these customers to pay. And here I am, the director of operations, <laughs> own blood, you know, can't help a brother out. It's just making him look bad. See, I'm, I'm not going to speak. I'm not going to speak of how confusing it is to actually pay on your website, but I, I guess I will. Did you Did you try clicking on it where it said "Pay Now"? Well, the issue is, is that you know you go to your cart and then it says "None in Cart," and then you go to Auctions and it's like, oh, there they are. Because and you have say form. "Pay," it says, "No, you have won nothing," and then you go back to your account and it's like, oh my gosh, where is the pay? Just where do you pay for it? <laughs> uh, when you when you come because you are you are the director of operations 
uh, blood, you can, you might even be able to, depending on what time you come, you might be able to get a free tutorial from uh, the owner himself because you seem to. Well, how about? To Tidwell Enterprises just do a tutorial for all the dumb people that live in the state of Mississippi and Tennessee. You mean just show us how to pay? You mean do it? Do a video as far as the the payment process? Yes, it's okay. You know that's what I've been. I've done websites for years, and some of the easiest features people don't know because we they're just. You're talking about a generation that never grew up in this. No, I hear you. I hear what you I, I'm, so I'm here. It's not, it's not being mean. It's the, the fact time. that. No, 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 no. At the same time, I just, I think it's funny that you waited three, almost a month, three weeks, almost a month later to bring up the fact that, <laughs> to bring up the fact that we're the ones that were in the wrong. That you we know, are not in the wrong, or that we were the ones that uh, had the shortcomings, and it, it wasn't you, the customer. Hey, do you have any hunting, <laughs> hunting stuff there? Uh oh, somebody's trying to break in your house. What? Oh, I heard a dog barking. That was weird. <laughs> you heard a dog barking on my end? I swear I did. I don't know. I don't know. Y'all got any hunting supplies there at Liquidations Plus? <laughs> What kind of hunting supplies? Where's the game cameras? Y'all used to have game cameras. What happened to those? Uh, I guess we sold them all. Man, I even asked for it. Y'all sold it out from underneath me. Hey, dude, here's what you need to do. You need to come get your visine or your uh, your your uh, context. <laughs> get your dang microphone that you can talk into with your mouth full of sunflower seeds, okay? Amen to that. All right, brother. I enjoyed it, man. Season two. In the books. Yeah, season three, here we come. Thank you for the all-time plays as we sit right now before this goes to the uh, universe. 2,121 all-time plays. Thank you very much. Plays per episode is right at 40 plays per episode. Thank you, guys. And I just invited all my people on my Facebook because I forgot to do that a long time ago. So hopefully our viewership goes up. Hold on. Okay. After out of all this time, you've never done that. No, I've only done it to a select few people. I just didn't know that you can actually like invite your entire friends. Wow. Second on the left, I didn't even know yeah. you could do that. Sweet. Well, I mean, like, if, if, you you go to the friends, if you invite your entire friends, we're gonna go from like forty plays an episode to a good 43, 44. <laughs> yeah, <you're> an idiot. <laughs> Uh, I'm just kidding. Yeah. No, that's all right. You're an idiot. That's all that matters. Yep. And you're the idiot that in, invited me on board. I didn't invite you on board. I was excited. I'm like, let's do this. Well, I'm looking forward to uh, season three. I, I got to go, man. I got I to gotta go. Yeah, I got to get up in the morning. It's only 1043, though. We've done really well. But Sweet. If you, if you stayed with us this long... I still have all those stickers, man. I need to get them to Drew so he can pass them out because they're doing nothing here. The, key phrase, is, the key phrase is season three, here we come. <laughs> there it is. All right, follow us on our Instagram and our Facebook at SDOTL TV. 
and we will catch y'all on the flippity flop. I'll see you tomorrow, I'll, or you won't see me. I might do a Facebook Live tomorrow and record the podcast at the same time. So excited about having my guest, my first-time guest on tomorrow. So we'll get there. All right, guys. Good night. See y'all. Peace.